Welcome to the Spotlight Series Podcast. I'm your host, Slick Sean. Man, I got the dopest gig in the world. I get to have conversations with entertainers and entrepreneurs and listen to their inspiring stories. You can stream the podcast at SpotlightSeries.net, watch on Roku TV, Facebook Watch, IGTV, and listen on all podcast platforms. In a world full of darkness, the spotlight is on you. What's good, world? This is Slick Sean, host of Spotlight Series Podcast. This brother right here, he's an independent hip-hop artist. He's a songwriter. He's an event curator. He's an advocate for music business education. Got songs that's been licensed in shows and movies like Kevin Hart's Zero Fucks Given, comedy special on Netflix, The ABC's The Rookie, UFC's Road to the Octagon, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and The Black Ink Crew. Welcome to the show, Jay Nolan. Thank you for having me. For sure. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for taking the time to chop it up with us, man. I for say sure. interview, but we have conversations, man. So that's yes, sir. First, uh, first thing I want to know, man, is where you from? Uh, I'm from Atlanta. I was born in Connecticut, New Haven, Connecticut, but I was raised in Atlanta. For sure. How long you been in Atlanta? Uh, been on and off here since I was like four years old. But then like my family like really settled here when I was like eight. Okay. Yeah, I was about to ask how was that transition, but it seemed like you've been here long enough to where you pretty much a, a ATLian. Yeah, right yeah, that's really all <laughs> I know. Like I, I, I experienced California for a little bit. Like that's where I started school at. Mm-hmm. But like the the lion's share of like all of my experiences happened here. For sure. Uh, when did you start doing music? Around that same time, once once we moved back to Atlanta, uh, my older brother, he's five years older than me. He was already like rapping and stuff like that. He was already like, you know, he was my he was my big bro. Like, so anything he was doing, I was trying to get down with it. And um, <laughs> so he was rapping. He was listening to, you know, at the time, like DMX, Onyx, uh, Eminem and like all that type of stuff. So. If he was into it, I was into it too. And I was already like really like attached to music anyway. So mm-hmm. it was like a natural progression because I was already like learning all the songs on the radio. And, you know, so that's when I started. I didn't really, uh, you know, take it like super serious till I was probably like 13 once I hit high school. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's, yeah. That was about the time when I started writing poetry. Did you start writing poetry first or did you just start straight doing hip hop, writing hip hop? Uh, it was hip hop right out the bat. I, I I mean, of course, in school, you know, you'll have your little uh, poetry assignments and stuff like that. So I, I, I noticed that I was good with those, but I didn't like write poetry on my personal time. Uh, I really got into like writing raps simply because like, um, 106 in part, Freestyle Fridays, you had like Rap City to Basement. So it was like having a hot 16 was like a major thing at that time. Like you, if you if you couldn't rap, like you definitely had to stay to the side. Like you couldn't just jump in a cypher or you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like it was something that people took seriously. Like if you was whack, like they let you know you was whack. So yeah. um, that was pretty much how the culture was when I was getting into it. Or name me uh, three of your your favorite uh, artists or groups or inspirations when you as you were growing up. Um, I tell everybody, man, like I, I'm I'm influenced by pretty much everybody, but my 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 top three is always Tupac, Nas, Lupe Fiasco. 
Okay. Yeah. Definitely some dope artists, man, for mm. sure. Tupac was my favorite, and Nas, man, I've always been a fan of him. And Lupe, that that dude got bars on bars. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, and some people might be like, how oh, Lupe in your top three? But for me, just, like, what his, his impact was at the time when he came out, like, it definitely created a lane for somebody such as myself who wasn't, like, the hardest and I wasn't trying to be, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, he, he, he brought intelligence but still had swag, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, that's more like me. Yeah, he definitely opened up a lane for the uh, hip hop artists that ain't on this, you know, the cliche stuff. I mean, right. when he came out with that kick push, man, that was, <laughs> uh, that was too exactly. Dope, boy. Yep. Then some of my favorites was like Wu Tang, yes um, sir, Outkast, and absolutely. Uh, to tell you the truth, man, Ice Cube, man, uh, was definitely mm -hmm. one of my favorites. But my all times was uh, LL Cool J. He's who got me okay. into doing music. Like when I heard I'm bad, I'm telling my age yeah. a little bit, but when I heard it's I'm bad, man, <laughs> oh. and then uh, Slick Rick, because that's kind of how I got my name. You know, uh, I was uh, in homage to, to Slick Rick. So, yeah. Okay. Man. Yeah. Artist. Storytelling. So, uh, yeah, man. So how was life uh, growing up, man? What was your childhood like? Uh, my childhood was cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, I think I went through the <laughs> what is now known as like the Atlanta experience. Like when you move to Atlanta, first place you're gonna move to the is to the South Side. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, when, when when you knew, you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. the that's the affordable <laughs> spot where right off the bat y'all could get you a place. So I grew up between College Park and Riverdale. My pops lived on Old National, um, so you know it was cool, man. You know what I mean? You know you had to had to watch your back. You know what I mean a little bit, but at the same time, it was a lot of fun, like, <laughs> especially during the time when I was growing up, you know, that was like, you still had like the the video stores, the blockbusters and all that stuff. So me and my bro, we would like go to the, go rent the video games and not return them and run up a tab on my pop's <laughs> card and all type of shit like that. Um, and, you know, what I mean, my household was just like a lot of love, man, for real. You know, my mother was always there for me. She always looked out. She was more of like the uh emotional support system she definitely was a advocate for like communication like if it's something you need to say like if you can't tell nobody in the world bring that shit to me um she had like an open door policy in the house she never really wanted me to like walk in the house and like feel like i couldn't come to her so she always like kept her door open even when you know as i'm older now i'm like damn you really didn't have to do that but she didn't want me to ever like walk up and see a closed door and feel like I can't knock or feel like, okay, well, let me try later. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um, yeah man. And I, I really was into basketball, you know, more so than hip hop at a younger age. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, music was definitely a staple, but uh, basketball was the dream. You know what I mean? And, uh, I found out the hard way that went for me, especially once like, once I tried to like go to high school. I was like training during the summer and I broke my leg. I got tripped out oh. the air going up for a layup. Oh. And, you know, I, yeah, it was whack. You know, so I like I uh, broke my tibia, I believe it was the shin, you know, it was real sensitive. So, um, yeah, so that, that basically like made me get real serious about music because I couldn't do nothing else. And I, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's funny you brought up the South Side Atlanta when you first moved because I moved here about two years ago and that's exactly where I'm 
Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm in Riverdale, you know. Yes, what I'm sir. Saying? But this is a man, this is I love Clayco, man. I'm telling you, Clayco is like, I don't know, it's like the soul of Atlanta, you know, because Buckhead, yeah. you know, they all on the fancy schmancy and you mm-hmm. know all that. But it's like the South Side, man, like College Park and all of that, East Point, man. That that's like, I don't know, it's like the roots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Everything. But that's funny that that you brought that up because you are so <laughs> right. That's where people start out at. Yeah, yeah. So uh, tell everybody your social media handle so they know how to follow you and keep up with you. Absolutely. So pretty much everything is at Real J Nolan. Like you can't go wrong putting that in uh, at Real J Nolan. So that's on Instagram, Twitter. If you even happen to look for me on Facebook, you can put it in Facebook.com slash Real J Nolan. If you just want to go directly to the website, it's realjnolan.com. I try to keep it as, as simple as possible. For sure. All right, man. I got a song queued up. It's titled Self Love. Okay. So yeah. we're about to play Self Love by Jay Nolan, produced by Dope Notaria on the Spotlight Series podcast. Let's get hey. it. Sound like some tropical shit, man. Give me one of them pineapple salmon dishes or something. Yeah. Self love at an all time high. Yeah. It's a feeling I can't even describe. Used to watch from the side. Heart beating full of ego and pride. Scared of living, more fearful to die. Never minds had me second guessing. It's suppression blocking my blessings. Now I'm manifesting. Set intentions to paper stretching. People asking questions. But they wonder what changed with me. Learn to switch the fit. If it can't fit me, just stay with me. Listen. Head of my city gradually on the decline. Respiratory flowing when I recline. About to catch a flight, throw the peace sign. New city, new state. Shit, I'm leaving all my baggage in my suit. Yeah. Money is rising, my skin looking vibrant I'm yeah. moving with impeccable timing It's more than just rhyming it All this beauty that surround me Plus we love should be dining Only reason y'all be tripping Cause you nickel and diamond Ooh, Pete the genesis say quiet Feel the vibe I'm just grateful that I'm still alive I thank God, huh man We thank God, man I thank God, man yeah. Yeah, Pete the genesis say quiet Feel the vibe I'm just grateful that I'm still alive I thank God, huh Yeah, we thank God, huh man yeah, I made it through situations I never thought I would face. People talking reckless, dead in my face. Reputation on the line. Wonder if niggas respect me if I let it be. Heat the way I be leaving with my integrity. Never thought I was better. My mama told me be clever. She showed me that I'm a king and I'm reigning through any weather. My value was never tainted. With or without the payment, you don't find me entertaining. I'm steadily upgrading. Yes, it's left the perception, but really it's cool. Independence gives me the leisure to break all your rules. I'm less than enthused. I'm blessed with the jewels to build nations. I'm one with myself. In the product of my creations, uh, low maintenance, uh, just need the basics. Uh, blue checks, my life is verification. Uh, white sand, we planning out the vacation. Uh, all black, like charcoal and activation. Ooh, Pete the Genesee choir, feel the vibe. I'm just grateful that I'm still alive. I thank God, homie. Yeah, I thank God, man. Yeah, let's go. Pete the Genesee choir, feel the vibe. I'm just grateful that I'm still alive. I thank God, dog. Thank God every day. Yeah. You got no idea what I've been through, man. Yeah. I almost died at three years old from an overdose. Uh. Could have died in a crazy car accident. My name been slandered and drugged through the mud. But I'm still here. And I love myself more than ever. Yeah. It's that self-love. Yeah. 
Self love, dog. Uh. It is self love by Jay Nolan. Hey man, that's a dope track, boy. Much appreciated. <laughs> Feeling that cut. So you know, I gotta ask, man. I heard yes. on the song you say you almost died at three by overdose. Yeah. What happened? What's up with that? Yeah, man. Just just being a little kid, man. So like, I had a little cold or whatever, and um, basically, I knew that my parents used to like give me this little cough medicine stuff, and I, I got impatient. Uh, my mother was like, she was going to give it to me after uh, she got out. I think she was like in the shower or something like that. And I, I I found a way to bust that child proof. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I knocked out the whole bottle, bro. Like, <laughs> like yeah. So that sent me to the hospital. They had to like pump all that junk up out my system and everything, put tubes down my throat. And it wasn't, it wasn't nothing nice, especially for at, at that age, you know, like you don't yeah. know what the hell they trying to do. Yeah, so you just being a badass kid. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically, like, and you lucky that that you had to go to the hospital because I'm sure. sure she would have whooped your butt. Oh boy. man, <laughs> tore it up. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was definitely a serious thing, man. Like, yeah, man. Well, I'm sure. glad I'm glad you're here, man, because you sure are blessing the world with your Absolutely. light, my boy. Indeed. Yeah. So, what about that car wreck, man? What happened with that? Oh man, so like that one was uh, so me and my me and my, my older brother, uh, we was on our way up to Stonecrest and we was trying to, you know, go up there, chill out, hang out, look at some clothes or whatever. And um he just cruising. And this dude on the other side of the road, like just took his his own liberty, you know what I mean? Light was red on his side. He like he went around a whole nother car to try to turn and get on the interstate. So he smashed into us and we just like, we didn't know what was going on because we didn't, we really didn't see him coming. Somebody had to tell us like, nah, he went around a whole nother car, went through the red light and tried to go to the interstate. So we were like in the middle of the, the road and he just like smashed into us and it was like crazy. Dang. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, my whole life flashed before my eyes in the situation. I wasn't badly injured or nothing like that, but it could have been terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Folks drive crazy over here, man. They, they'll run over you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Notice that. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what be going on with people, man. Like they just be dude. doing some wow. And they be doing stuff. so, they be doing stuff like, I'm like, dude, is your wife pregnant in the car? About to have a baby? Why are you flying like that, bro? Yeah. yeah I don't they, understand. They I ain't like, gonna lie. This, this is a true story. I ain't told yeah. nobody. I'm gonna tell it right here. I almost, I almost caught a body on, on, um, on the interstate, uh, 285, man. Somebody, I was tired. I had just came back from Alabama. I had been driving all day and I was trying to get over into the, the slower lane, man. Apparently this car, they were doing like a hundred, man. And they almost just ran completely over me while I was trying to get over. And I was so mad, man. I grabbed my heat and I was trying to chase them. Right. I was like aiming. I had rolled down the passenger side window and everything. Hey. It was crazy, dude. I was road raging. I was tired. They almost ran over me. I was yeah, like, I get it. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I was caught up by crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. People be watching too much uh Fast and Furious they Mission do. Impossible. Man. Playing a video game. Thinking too. thinking they can do it. I know, right? Man, tell me about the sync licensing. How did you get into that? 
oh man so uh my first experience into it was like uh i would say 2011 i had like went on sonic bids and like just like submitted for this thing it was like a um quick silver placement during like a, a surf competition i didn't even see the thing like they said i was on it they gave me like a uh <laughs> email saying i was and that was that so i was like okay that wasn't glamorous at all, but, um, 2013, this guy named Joseph Parker reached out to me on Twitter and basically he was like, Hey man, I see you out here. Uh, you dope MC, but, uh, I got this opportunity. I want to link you with this producer and, you know, I mean, we think we can make some money. So from there, he linked me with this producer by the name of soul plus mine, who's out in LA and soul plus mine. He's been killing the sync game. Like, since before I even met him, you know what I mean? So that's like what he's been doing for a living full time, the whole time I've known this guy. So he just like started sending me beats and I really didn't know what these beats were for. He was just like, man, just think of like, you know, whatever you want to say on them, say them, but just make it a little bit more generic than you normally would. And I'm like, I right, bet. So um, we just kind of went from there. We got our first placement in uh ufc road to the octagon in 2013 and you know um that was a great experience because we got paid up front we got paid off of being that it was a pay-per-view situation and then you know with ufc that that circles through the whole fox fox sports pipeline and everything so we also got paid off reruns and all that stuff so that my first experience was probably one of my best because it's like we got paid hella times off that and it basically opened my eyes like wow i've been out here putting out all this music and Mm -hmm. i made i made more off of this one song than i've done my catalog up to this point like okay that's an eye opener so uh from there me and him continued to work uh we went strong with uh you know doing that for probably about three years 2016 we kind of took a little break um, I continued to kind of like get my feet wet in, in the sync game. So I started forming relationships with other people in the business that, you know, we're doing similar things. And uh, recently me and uh, Soul Plus Mind, we actually just got linked back up and started working on some new music. So we're going to try to like elevate even further now because the whole goal is like to like get in like these big, big budget uh, movies and stuff like that that's coming out this year. Now, now that everybody's kind of like finishing production after Corona and uh so, yeah, man, but uh, over time, just continue to get my placements up. And, you know, I think everything started to really kind of culminate last year. Um, <clears throat> I had a placement on Little Fires Everywhere, which is like this extremely popular show. Had two placements on there, actually two two separate episodes. They played the same song. Um, and I didn't even know about it until the top of this year. You know what I mean? And I actually watched the show and didn't notice it. Um Oh, wow. Yeah, I got my royalty statement. And I was like, whoa, I watched this show and did not hear myself. But <laughs> the funny thing about it is that the song I did um, was like a chopped and screwed type of thing. So I didn't even recognize my own voice. Like, <laughs> wow. I had to like listen back. Like, oh, yeah, I remember doing that song. Um, but yeah, so that was like the big one of the big placements last year. And then at the end of the year, when Kevin Hart's uh, Zero Fuzz Given came out, it was another situation where I wasn't informed ahead of time. Um, I literally had just got off stage doing this uh, drive-through, drive-in uh, 
show that I put together. I and me and, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, me and my girl came home after cleaning up and everything. And uh, I was like, you want to check out this Kevin Hart thing? It's been out for a couple of days. And it was like, yeah, why not? And <laughs> he's going to hit the stage. And I'm like, damn, that voice sound familiar. Like, uh, <laughs> I know who that is. I'm still still not catching it. That is me. But I'm like, I know who that is. And then I'm like, oh, baby, that's me. She like, man, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's me. And like, not on the screen, but listen. So we had to rewind it back. And she finally understood, like, oh, yeah, that is you. And, you know, that was, you know, people just been hitting me up ever since. Like, yo, man, Kevin Hart is crazy. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've been doing this stuff, though. But, you know, if it took Kevin Hart, you know, okay. <laughs> and that's the thing, man. A lot of people be thinking that, you know, stuff starts, stuff be popping off overnight. But they don't know, man, yeah. we be shooting in the gym for many years, yep. man. <laughs> exactly they just be seeing it when they finally catch it you just catching on you know that's what they be yeah saying. exactly and I, you know of course when it when it gets on a higher profile level that's when people start perking up because like when you you know i've had like stuff on like sports and all type of different things but you know they're like oh, that's cool whatever but then you see kevin hart somebody who's a household name everybody kind of regardless of their uh opinion of him or how they feel about his comedy they know who that is you know what i mean so now it's like oh okay i see you yeah <clears throat> yeah man, i've been watching your growth in the sync game man and the one my favorite i'm a little partial but okay. my favorite is the alabama connect because you know yes, i'm sir. from alabama yeah. so that's my favorite <laughs> how oh. you sync got the sync with alabama what song was that uh, it's a song called bad vibes i actually put that out at the top of this year and um yeah, man, it was just a single that I threw out there. Like, really, <laughs> it was like a a, a joint that kind of like it was some masked language in there because I had parted ways with old management at uh, last year, and situation unfolded didn't go as well as it could have. So it was a little coded language in that song for uh, bad okay. vibes. And um, yeah, man, uh, the uh, social media. Uh, whoever runs Alabama football social media just like, hit me up in a DM and was like, hey, man, we got a couple weeks before the draft come up. I found you through Bad Vibes, and we would love to, like, use it in some of our draft material if that's all right with you. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, y'all got a top football program in the country. Like, man, right? say no. <laughs> right? Say uh, less, right? Yeah, yeah. man. So uh, I'll definitely be be watching, you know, what's going on and what's what's to come next, man. I'm excited to see what what's next for you in the sync game because that's where the money at artists if you out there listening that's where the money at you better yeah. get in <laughs> yeah yeah especially like you know and i wouldn't encourage nobody to be like oh i'm gonna stop putting out music and 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 just do that but it's definitely a way to like fund yourself you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying especially as it pertains to wanting to do things independently like having that money coming in definitely has allowed me to save and invest back into myself so i'm not necessarily in a position where excuse me where i want a, a label to just step in and be like okay we got it from here it's like i've learned so much over time that i don't really aspire for that no more like if it comes it's, it's still it has to be right you know what i mean but right. when you set yourself up for success you know what i mean you don't necessarily need to latch on to no other brand and nothing like that it's like if y'all want to work I could come do something over there, mm -hmm. but uh, I don't think y'all, I don't think y'all need to like own my shit though. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, I don't think we need to like, really like, let's do some, some, you know, contractor type stuff. Like, let me come over there, do 
some uh some one-off projects or something but y'all don't need my whole pie over here like right y'all tripping right because they they basically hold you hostage you don't have no creativity like man stay independent if you can yeah Anybody. especially because like you know a lot of people you never even hear from and then some of the people that you will hear from if it don't do well they'll never put nothing else out on that person and just keep them there. You know what I mean? So it's like, I did, <clears throat> yep. Crazy. So I want to talk about, man, what you, what you've been doing as far as the advocate for the music business education and okay. the, with the fresh and local, man, tell yes. us about fresh and local, man. Uh, man, fresh and local, man. Like it's, it's so interesting how fresh and local unfolded because like what it turned into was, was not exactly the goal at first. Like really, Fresh and Local was just like a meetup between myself and uh, Rex Navi, G-Lo, uh, Just Thoughts. And eventually we added Key Turner. We had a uh, Phil J, Gumbo Soul. That's like the base. But um, really just like we meet up on Sundays and hit the studio at like four or five in the morning. And it became a thing where we developed into a podcast. Um so like that was like super early too, like 2012, 2013 before podcast was like really common. We jumped in there and just kind of like figured it out a little bit. And I got tired of like talking about what other people had going on. Like, all right, yeah, we talking about news. We talking about, you know, whatever's going on. That's cool. But I started like looking towards like what moves were being made on the business side. And I would kind of like start uh injecting that into the show and as i got more fully immersed into that it was like i think that this is more of a lane that i want to take my career in kind of like so um when we started doing like the fresh and local fest and stuff like that that was like a way to kind of like get the ball rolling because it's like okay we got access to so many artists that we know and love within the area uh, so many producers, DJs, etc. So this is a way to at least give everybody a platform to be seen and heard on an equal level at an event where it's not really no ego. No, you don't, you really don't have to like come fly if that's not your prerogative. Like this ain't that. So um, from there, I was like, okay, now that I know how we can get so many people in a building, how can we make this more than what it just is? You know what I mean? So then it was like, okay, Let's start like injecting some information into this. And then uh, that became Songwriter Social Club through the Fresh and Local brand. You know what I mean? And I ended up partnering with Fiverr.com, which um, that partnership allowed me to get inside a general assembly to uh, host it. And we did a few events there and it was just strictly about the music business, the, 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 um, the business of songwriting and, you know, we ended up having like really successful events with that. And then, um, you know, last year came around and, you know, all the virtual stuff started taking over. So um, I was able to actually fuse the two for last year's uh, Fresh and Local Fest. We had part performance, part conference type of situation, similar to like what A3C or South by Southwest does, just on a, you know, smaller scale. But uh, from there, I really started understanding like, man, like all this information that I have like access to, you know what I mean? Like I got to find a way to like package this and like make it solid. So then that's when I started actually writing the pen game portfolio and kind of shifting into that as well. 
Yeah, no doubt. And I, I had a chance to cop that that uh, pin game portfolio, and there's some good stuff on there, man. Thank uh, you. Really good stuff. How can people get that, man, to uh, so they can learn more about uh, sync and stuff like that? Absolutely. So if uh, I always encourage people go directly to the source, realjnolan.com, you know, because that comes directly to me. But if you want to go through typical retail measures, you can go to Amazon. You can get it on your Kindle. You can also go to uh, Audible and get the audio version if you like. So, you know, pretty much anywhere that you would like to go and get it, it's available to you. It's not on like Barnes and Nobles, I don't think, but like Amazon, Audible, realjnolan.com is right there. For sure, for sure. Well, man, I, I appreciate you for coming through, man, chopping it up with us. I, I would like to ask you to leave us with some words of encouragement for any kind of artist or anybody trying to get into the entertainment field. Okay. Um. I think my biggest words of encouragement are always like, I don't really care what your talent is, man. You could be trash and, and make it in today's world. So arm yourself with as much information as possible. You know what I'm saying? Because whether or not I or anyone else likes your music, somebody probably will. But if you don't know what to do with it, you're going to get ran up through the game, man. Like it's too many stories of people being successful. And then two, three years later, they broke. Or they looking at the paperwork, asking questions when they should have known what it was, what was in there at first, or at least had a, you know, credible attorney do so. So arm yourself with as much information as possible. You don't necessarily have to come to me to get it. You know what I mean? It's out there. But uh, an easy way to get started at the very minimum is to spend four dollars and ninety nine cent on a pen game portfolio. But like, also like, don't feel restricted to where you at. You know what I'm saying? Like today, people are blowing up on TikTok. It's not necessarily the people in their neighborhood that's making them stars. So get out of that local mentality. Notice that there's a world out here that could be waiting for exactly what it is that you do, whatever that may be. You don't even have to do music. Like we've, I feel like we're 2020, 2021, we're in a whole business renaissance right now, especially for black people. So arm yourself with as much information as possible. Don't restrict yourself. Don't limit yourself to your neighborhood or the, or the places that you frequent. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot bigger than that. Yeah, there it is. Facts on facts, y'all. Yeah. I hope y'all taking heed to that sauce he dropping. Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, man, well, thank you for stopping through, man. And I just want to leave you with this, Jay Nolan, in a world full of darkness, bro. The spotlight is on you. Thank you. Appreciate thank that. Thank you. Thanks for watching Spotlight Series Podcast. I'm your host, Slick Sean. You can follow on Facebook, Spotlight Series Podcast, on IG, Spotlight.Series1. You can stream the podcast at SpotlightSeries.net. Watch on Roku TV. Facebook Watch, IGTV, and stream on all podcast listening platforms. In a world full of darkness, the spotlight is on you.